I guess a little update I guess we can start the podcast with is the mini update that we got for the whole Ray Fisher situation just because we covered it so much I know it's not really Batman related but uh he apparently has admitted that he has a non-disclosure agreement so yeah and you know we we had a small little back and forth in text today just talking about it I think it's very weird now I am very much a person that is for Ray and for anybody who wants to speak out against you know crazy things like this going on in Hollywood that's not a problem but when you decide to do it knowing that like hey I'm not going to be able to say anything else after this that's weird yeah and I think that's my biggest issue too because my my thing is and I've said it on the podcast I don't give a fuck about Joss Whedon like I said he has a past people have said he's a dick yeah and I'm like okay I only want to know about the Jeff Johns thing like, because you specifically called him out. And, like, the same thing is in his statement, uh, and we're paraphrasing for this, but I believe he was, like, on a live stream or something, Instagram or something. I don't know where he was when he said this. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, I think he was on an Instagram live stream. Yeah, and he says, I know a lot of people out there want to know, um, you know, more details, and unfortunately I can't give that to you guys because I am still under contract, so I have a non-disclosure agreement. And if I were to break that, I'll get sued into oblivion, yeah. is what he said. And so, yeah, for me, I'm just like, well, then you shouldn't have said anything. Because he, he also specifically says, you know, we have to get all our ducks in a line before, like, you know, anything can really be done. And I'm like, well, why didn't you just wait for that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for me, whenever, I would hope, honestly, I would hope that if any celebrity were to come out with anything like this i would hope that they would talk to either their agent or the people that they are currently working with whatever project they're on you know yeah and be like hey this is about to go down so that way the crew of whatever project you're working on and or your agent can be like okay slow your roll let's talk about this Let's see if, if if this is what you are going to say. Why don't we talk about it in the sense of when's the best time to really say this? Yeah. Because, like, for a lot of us, and I say a lot of us, I mean uh, the Snyder Cut movement, the, the, the Ray Fisher fans, really. You know, the I stand with Ray Fisher hashtag was trending not number one, but it was like in the top mm-hmm. like twenty, I believe, uh, on Twitter for like four days. Uh, you know, with the whole with the random things that he was saying throughout the week, and I'm not saying that he kind of like used his fans at all. I'm just saying he didn't think this through. Yeah, I agree with that. And so I would say, okay, now. You have very clearly set the record straight on this live stream saying, hey, I cannot say anything moving forward. Now, is that him kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge? Hey, you over there who's not under NDA, do you want to say something now? Or is it just going to die here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. From So to tie this in to Batman, uh, from a strategic standpoint, 
this was a bad idea, in my opinion. Because, let's just, let's just say what he is saying is true, right? Like, Jeff Johns and John Berg had something to do with this. And we assume that Ray Fisher's NDA is going to last at least for the next three years because of the Flash movie. Because the Flash movie, and he's supposed to be in the Flash movie is what we've heard. So I would assume be like, hey, we got you locked down for another three years. So you got to shut up because you're in this Flash movie. Yeah. That's what sucks. But at the same time, you just gave Jeff Johns and John Berg three years to build their defense. Yeah. And, like, so strategically, this was just stupid. Unless, like, if he was not out of there and he was like, boom, here's my dick. And here's all the shit that he, that came out. And he had all this evidence. Then you're, you have Johns and Berg, like, oh, 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 like, uh, you know, PR statement or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. But now they have until his contract's over. And now if I don't know if Johns and Berg have those kind of stipulations, you know what I mean? Because, like, if somebody asks Johns, like, on the street or something, he's like, nah, man, honestly, I don't know where that's coming from, blah, blah, then that gets printed. And then somebody asks him a couple months later, and he's like, yeah, I'm not too sure what's going on with that situation. I was like, I thought everything was good during Justice League, blah, blah. He can keep talking where Fisher's got to be silent. You know what I mean? It just doesn't seem good. And, again, we've said it on this podcast. We hope that... You know, we hope that this is just like a misunderstanding and whatever Fisher says is right. And maybe Johns and Berg just didn't know the severity of the situation. So maybe they're not shitheads like, you know, they're, they're being sought out to be. And hopefully this all just falls on Joss Whedon because nobody gives a fuck about it. Yeah. So, you know, but we'll have to wait and see. And I, it's going to be really sad if this has to wait years to come out. Yeah. And, you like, know? it's it's it would suck for that because... At this point, it's going to be pushed to the wayside. To the point yeah. where most people will probably forget about it. Like, yeah. completely. And what happens if he just... What if he... Because we'll get Justice League next year, right? So we'll yeah. get Ju- Zack Snyder's Justice League. What if everybody's like, oh, Fisher's stuff was amazing. And then they're like, oh, he's going to be in Flash. And then he's in the Flash. And let's just say he st- skyrockets and he's a superstar. Is he going to say anything? Is he going to want to cause trouble after that? You know? Yeah. Because I mean... at that point, it's just like, all right. Because, you know, I I always look at Hollywood as there's always an evil person behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, there's somebody conniving under the scenes. And at that point, they're like, oh, you're skyrocketing, Ray WB. We love you here. But, hey, you know that little thing? A little thing you wanted to talk about three years ago? How about you just uh, shut up about that and we're going to give you like $20 million for your next movie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then at that point, you're just like, it was three years ago. My fans maybe don't remember. Blah, blah, you know? So it's just, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is, you know, Ray's character. I'm just saying people change over three years. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, and I don't want people to like think of this in the wrong way, but we have seen in the past with the whole Me Too movement how quickly and how vulnerable these people are to the like hey shut up and take this money or shut up and take this role and this mm-hmm. all can go away basically yeah. so it, it you know we saw those victims you know come out and say oh yeah this was 10 years ago this was 20 years ago this was you know yeah. whatever and so this may be the very beginning of Ray's story of 
oh yeah, in the future I'm going to talk about how 13 years ago yeah. I tried to do something and nothing happened, you know? Yeah. But you know what the what the worst part of all this is? Is he's about to be in a movie with Ezra Miller where Ezra Miller had a scandal and nothing happened to it. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. So, like, it could come out that everything Fisher says is true and W's gonna be like, yeah, that sucks. But that was also eight years ago. You know what I mean? Like, that would suck too. They're like, you know, it's unfortunate that that happened. Well, we no longer work with Whedon. And they don't even have to mention Berg and Johns. Yeah. They'll just keep it to Whedon. Because the one thing I noticed in Ray's statement today, or was it an article? I'm not too sure, but the article I said, they don't even include Berg and Johns anymore. It's just purely Whedon because Berg came out and said... They're like, we categorically deny this. Yeah. So I think a lot of articles are just going to start focusing on Whedon. Because he, he also has the more, like, problems. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. every title always says, the so-called feminist director, blah, blah, blah. They use that title all the time with yeah. Whedon. Yeah. And, um, I, and I, just feel- I would be really interested to know what Whedon's projects are right now. Mm-hmm. And if in the next two years how many of those projects just get thrown away. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. But I also feel like Whedon has one of those fan bases that he could, like, Indiegogo something and get something done. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I am pretty sure he will co- like, will be, like, a guest writer on uh, the Buffy comics and mm-hmm. the Firefly comics. I'm pretty sure he still comes in every once in a while. The same thing goes with uh, Todd, Todd McFarlane. He comes in yeah. on Spawn like all the time. He'll be like, yeah. oh, Spawn is you know dropping on sales. Let me run in here real quick. Do one mm-hmm. cover. Write a story. Boom. you know, And it's like the t- one of the top ten comics of the month or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I would assume Whedon does the same thing. It's been a while since I've heard Whedon doing a comic. But who yeah. knows? I thought he was currently working on like a Buffy series or something like that. Uh, I, I could have sworn that's what I heard he was going to do after the whole like Batgirl thing fell through. I would have to double check because right now Buffy was, of course, with Dark Horse. Uh, but within yeah. the last three years or so, uh, it got transferred to Boom Studios. And does he he owns those two IPs? Uh, Firefly and, and Buffy? Buffy. I don't know if he owns them outright anymore. Mm-hmm. But I know he, of course, had, you know, the creative, you know, yeah. whatchamacallit. I, I don't know the correct word. I'm very for surprised it. Buffy hasn't been rebooted. Like, into a, a modern version with the old cast, though. You know, like a new Buffy, like a new Vampire Slayer. I would expect there to be another, like, movie. I don't expect there to be another series. Hmm. I'm sure. I'm, Max, well. I'm sure because just like how Friends is doing a reunion movie, I could yeah. very much see them deciding to be like, "Hey, we're gonna do a reunion movie that is like for TV or whatever." Wait, is the Friends thing a reunion movie? I thought it was just like a reunion show, like uh, like them all coming to hang out. If it's a movie, I'm fucking down. I <laughs> like, thought I thought it was like. Was it a movie? I'll have to do more research, but I'm oh, pretty shit. sure it was supposed to be like a movie like setting. Type thing. That would be awesome. So that way, it's um, not just like a regular twenty-three to thirty-minute show, you know? Yeah, that would be cool to make a movie. Anyways, um, but yeah, so we'll you know we'll keep you guys updated on this. Uh, I I don't expect to hear more after this. To be I I don't expect to hear very much. Uh, 
more of it, but I do know there are uh, some more hardcore uh, Snyder fans uh, via podcasts mm-hmm. uh, that are saying that this isn't the last we will be hearing about the production. Yeah. So not necessarily from Ray, but from the production, who, who knows? So Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, it's still... Uh, even though we're getting the film already, it's still the biggest clickbait on comic websites. It, like, I mean, there is a lot of controversy behind the scenes, and I feel like that for for what Zach went through, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that it's like what he deserves as far as like getting his name completely cleaned. Because I know a lot of, there was a lot of back and forth about like mm-hmm. whose fault it was, blah blah blah, but. Uh, I just think that, you know, if there was a quote-unquote injustice to stuff that happened behind the scenes, I think it should be, come out for sure, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I think anything like that should should come out and people for should, sure. whether it be people getting underpaid or, you know, just abuse or neglect or, you know, anything going on behind the scenes because uh, i mean if people are wanting to work in hollywood there it should be like a safer place so i mean that's yeah. that i think that it should come out but hopefully you know a lot of people are like oh yeah you know this would make a great you know docu-series like netflix show yeah of like and somebody even fan casted freaking uh oh they wanted to be a production instead of an actual like yeah no no, no. uh i can actually show you uh, not show you, but I, I'll. Uh, I have it right here because I was looking at it just the other day. Uh, this guy, pretty big in the Batman or in the Snyderverse uh, community online, mm-hmm. uh, was talking about you know what could be the fan cast yeah. of this series, and it is James Marsden, who is uh, who we were talking about yesterday at work. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy who is recently on Sonic, he's on Westworld. Oh, okay. For yeah. him to play Zach and Paul Giamatti played Joss Whedon. Paul Giamatti? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be something. With uh, And then somebody was like, oh yeah, with, uh, with Liv Tyler playing Patty Jenkins. And I was like, "Wait, what? What?" <laughs> and it be like this dr- this drama series or drama movie about uh-huh. the production of Justice League, like kind of like the morning show, yeah, on yeah. Apple, yeah. That would be funny. Uh, but it, see, it. it like it would never happen because WB would have to willingly say, "Hey, we fucked up." Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. And that would never happen. That would never happen with anything. So yeah. Well, it's not even WB's choice anymore. It's AT and T's image. Now. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, no, we're not gonna do that. Although, you know, at least AT and T does seem like they're really trying to promote shit now. So, you know, you got to give that to AT and T because WB wasn't giving you your Snyder cut. It mm. looks like it's AT and T. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys updated. But there's uh finally some news that we were talking about for the longest time, and we just stopped like for over a month. Batwoman has finally been cast, and, and it's I, not I, the Riverdale girl. <laughs> I I still hate it. I still yeah. hate it just because 
it still makes no freaking sense for yeah. anything and that is still the reaction today and there's yeah. there's like a crowd of people now don't get me wrong just because i don't know this actress does not mean everybody else doesn't know this actress but there's mm. just way too many people that were out there being like oh such a good choice blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like do you really know that person like yeah. really or are you just saying that to be kind of like the i do know the title of the show she was on that god something god save us or whatever god for us it was something like that she was on that show i definitely have heard of that show before okay um so i just haven't seen it but so i don't know the actress playing her uh is javisha leslie and she yeah. is a uh she is a black bisexual woman who is going to be playing of course uh her her character name is going to be uh what 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 was it Ryan Wilder or yeah writer or something like that yeah um i it intrigues me enough to be like i'm going to try the first 3 episodes i'm going to try it i'm going to watch the season 1 mm-hmm. because apparently they're supposed to like fit this into their story which is gonna be bonkers oh. how they're gonna do it but yeah. i will finish season one i won't finish season one and i will give it the first three episodes i guess i will you know report back here <laughs> to see yeah. how it is but yeah. uh i i don't see it working out all that well i really no, really don't. don't uh you know we we shared our opinions about how this kind of like gave wb or or cw uh some woke points is how you referred to it Mm -hmm. um i very much think that is what it is and i know that makes us sound really bad Mm -hmm. but i think it's the truth yeah i mean at this point if you've been listening to us long enough you know we're not somebody we we promote diversity we like it but at the same time we're gonna call shit out when it sucks um, which is hilarious that we had I off topic, but I always think of like now that we're on the podcast, we had that conversation of like, what if we do work at DC and we just <laughs> shit on all of these people? But I'm just like, hey man, I was like, we're fans now, we're professionals, all right, we're good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, with this situation, I I do think it was an opportunity to be a little bit of woke, but I will say she's a very gorgeous girl. I yeah. think she was gorgeous. Um, I I want to see her in the suit. Because we have not seen a person of color in a bat suit before on screen. Yeah. Um, so I want to see how that looks. I want to see if they'll change up her I was going to say, look. do you think they'll give her the red wig? I don't know. Like, because um, like, cause this is going to be really weird. Because mm-hmm. if they try to act, and it would be really shitty of CW to try to act like this. But mm-hmm. if they were to try to fake the fact that, like, the citizens of Gotham don't recognize the difference. And I'm like, yeah. are you serious? Like, <laughs> like, like just, because be the re- just because of the red hair, you don't notice the black skin? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> She's always in the shadows. Like, you know, we never see her face. Yeah. Um, like, I, I love her hair. Um, and if she would be down to dye her hair red, that would look awesome. Bro, she, that would look she, so great. she would, uh, now see, 
now I just want her and what's her name from Titans to be yeah. to be together with that red hair. That would look legit. Yeah, I think that would look good. Um, I, I still want fucking Starfire to get her actual fucking suit in that show. Um, yeah, but that's true. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where this is gonna go. I might watch the first episode. I will not finish Batwoman season one. I don't give a fuck. I just don't care. Um, because this is just, it's too drastic of a change. Um, and yeah, I, I'm scared about that goofball comment though, because they said the character is a goofball that is also blah, 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 blah. Um, and I don't know, like it's, it's also weird going from, I don't know. They did the, they did the, you know, they got the person of color, but then they're like, uh, the best we can find is bisexual. So we're going to, we're just going to go with that. It's still LGBT, y'all. <laughs> um, so like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Dude, I, th- I, wouldn't that be some shit if they make her character bisexual though? Like, and then. So she can have both partners. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, I mean, they could, um. They could because it's a brand new character and they're like, oh, yeah. we're not shitting on the character of Batwoman. Yeah, but I feel like that would be a huge cop out just to have a male female love, like, yeah, scene or um, scenario. But I mean, if they wanted to, if they wanted to play with the bisexual thing, and if they ever plan on bringing Batman back, they could do some weird uh, stuff going on there, because Batman did back in the day before she was Kate Kane. Uh, Batwoman was. Batwoman was actually created to be Batman's love interest because they really wanted to get away from Batman and Robin being gay. Yeah. Like, everybody thought they were gay, so like, we gotta make a Batwoman so you can <laughs> sleep with women. And, um, yeah, so that was the whole sole reason she was created. Granted, of course, in today's modern society, they don't want to see that. But, I mean, as we saw on Arrow and as we've seen in The Flash, everybody loves the love interest shit on cw yep and if they're like oh, batman and batwoman oh my god like that would be so great you know so i mean it'll batwoman be what are you happens. doing you're my cousin oh wait you're yeah. not her yeah so like i don't know it'll it'll be weird <laughs> but i have no interest in that show i have no interest in the cw anymore like genuinely like i wish shows like iZombie would come back i'm hyped for the boys i saw that trailer oh today. my gosh that's gonna be a so, crazy like, show dude i i I want to keep hope in the CW. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Um, I just, I couldn't keep up with everything after Crisis. There was yeah. just way too many things going on. I feel like now, with the pandemic and mm-hmm. the amount of days that we're off with our with our new schedules, that I probably could squeeze in the rest of each yeah. season. But from what I've heard, like, Supergirl wasn't all that great. Um, so I can just like pick and choose what, you know, I, I've, I've basically spoiled myself because some friends of mine do a DC TV podcast. And so I've listened to everything that's happened in every show already. Okay. So I don't necessarily need to watch everything, but to actually see some of the cool moments, I would like to go back and watch it. Yeah. But a lot of those shows don't come back on Netflix until like a week before the new season start anyway. So, yeah. It's just, it's too much, man. And then uh, I texted Clay this today, and I know, again, we're not, this is not really Batman stuff, but it all ties in together. Uh, I texted Clay that I saw a spoiler on a comic website that said, spoiler, 
so-and-so has found Stargirl's identity. And I was like, again? I was like, can we ever have a superhero that can keep their identity secret on these shows? And it's it's rough, dude, because like I'm I'm thinking like when was the last time you read a new hero and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm like and then somebody that they know or love or family member or whatever finds out their secret identity. They don't. Mm-hmm. You like it's a like it's not until like years later or whatever they finally let somebody in on that information. Let alone maybe maybe other heroes or whatever. That's you know just yeah. the way it is. But like in Star uh, in Star Girl, like it's so dumb because spoilers. One of the justice like one of the new members of the justice society just happens mm-hmm. to look up and sees like two members of the jsa which is this courtney girl and the one who's playing uh wildcat now yeah and she immediately like he- she hears them call each other by their real name so i was like okay well that's y- your own fault for not calling each other by the code names yeah and that's a big pet peeve of mine and then like and then like she's like oh because i know your identities i become a superhero too i'm like that's not how any of this works yeah that's not how it works and i don't know dude i that's another you know i i called it a cw trope because that's very it happened in smallville it's happened in every first season it is every first it's happened in every first season yeah it's ridiculous barry gets found out by iris Oliver gets found out by I'm pretty is it his sister or Alicity or what's her name first Felicity uh, yeah, one of those no first. no the the very first one in in Arrow was Diggle oh yeah yeah that makes sense because he was his bodyguard yeah was Diggle yeah. and then uh I mean Legends they all knew each other anyway yeah whatever uh and then Black Lightning I think with the sister with the daughters. Like their yeah. their friends find out about them, and it's just like mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and I think like because it was a big deal. Well, I mean, did Daredevil get outed the first season too? Uh, because I remember that being a big episode when Foggy found out, and he was like, <gasps> he was like, "How are you doing this?" No, blah, that, that's blah. that's season two. But I was it season two. But I think Karen found out mm-hmm. season one. Because he leaves the helmet on the thing, right? Yeah. Well, I thought that's when he gives it up. No? I don't remember. I gotta go back. That show was good. That, I never saw the final season. You ne- Oh, dude. The final season is... It, yeah. it, I never saw the second season of Punisher either. Um, I have not seen the second season of Punisher. I didn't see this. I never saw the first season of Iron Fist. Um, I, tr- I tried to watch the second season of luke cage didn't get all the way through it i stopped watching luke cage when he got shot not because i wasn't liking the show it's just i just stopped and never went back nice um but uh even even that, those series which were great all had their own tropes too oh, every single they, one had a hallway scene yeah <laughs> every well, single one if you noticed if you noticed um they started a trope because mm-hmm. if you notice after daredevil season one the cw started doing it really the cw started doing it with arrow 
And then, well, I mean, the hallway scenes is like a very Japanese thing, though. It is. It, it, it very much is. But like, I feel like Daredevil brought the hype yeah. back in here in America, and they like even I believe either uh, Berlanti or Guggenheim said, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, we did this because of Daredevil." Yeah, yeah. I there's one I remember. Uh, I don't know if you did this back in the day, but I would always watch just like clips of cool fight scenes on YouTube. Oh yeah, and All there the time. was uh, it's not IP man. I think it's like it's something to do with an elephant. And it's one of those, like, uh, it's just this one scene where this guy fights all the way upstairs. Like, all the way. And it's one shot the whole time. And he's, like, throwing people off. He's like, ah, bah, boom. And then he gets all the way to the top of the roof and just, like, fucks these people up. And I'm just like, oh, that was awesome. But it has to do with an elephant. Like, hmm. the, they stole this dude's elephant. And they, like, ended up, like, killing it. It's, um, I have to find out his name. But I, it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I remember watching, and it was like part two, I think. So like, it was nice. very different, but uh, it was it was pretty badass. Um, so yeah, I, I, those shots are very classic from like martial arts movies. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. Um, but I have no no inclination or interest to really go back to watch Batwoman season one. Just because it's why why you know why yeah there's no point. Like I, I I just want to see that first episode to see to see how she gets it. I'm telling you, if they do that bar thing, like I mentioned, where he's chilling in a bar and there's a bar fight and he she's like, I just want to help people or whatever, and he's like, I know the best way that you can help people, and he takes her back to the fucking cave. I'm gonna just laugh. I'm gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Get out of here. Fuck this. Like, oh man, because you know it's gonna be something cheesy like that. Yeah. You know. And like. I think it would be really dumb if, like, it's something like she just stumbles upon it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because that, yeah. that's also, like, a really tropey thing to do. Like, even in yeah. comics, it's just like, oh, I fell into this well, and it's the Batcave, you know? Yeah. I was just wor- robbing Wayne Manor, or Wayne Industries, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. The best way they can do it is they should bring in somebody from another show... And it should be, like, that first episode, honestly, I don't think the new chick should be in there much, honestly. I think she should come in right at the end. I would do it to where it's mostly uh, Luke uh, the whole time, Luke Fox. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we can't find Kate. Like, has anybody seen Kate? And he goes and tries to find Kate or whatever. And he contacts maybe somebody from, like, you know, Supergirl, Barry, somebody. I don't, you know, maybe she mentioned it. And he calls one of them. And they can't find her anywhere. And then they're like, this city needs a Batwoman. And then they're like, look, I don't know what to do for you, but I can introduce you to somebody that I know can help. And then maybe they introduce this Ryan chick. Like, you got to have something better. Like, because in that way, at least you know that these other people believe in this chick. Yeah. You know, something like that. Not saying it's the best idea. Because it's a shitty situation. Because now that they have a now that they've completely established the fact that these heroes are all on the same earth, these heroes had a prior relationship with Batwoman and with uh, the character of Kate Kane. So to bring in this other character and then next time they cross over, whether it be a small crossover or a big crossover, and then them just be like, oh, you're Batwoman. All right, let's go fight together. It's yeah. it just it would feel very shoehorned in, and yeah. I just I just, they need to w- make it work, and they yeah. can't just like oh nobody will care they can't do that yeah. stuff. 
They're gonna be in the crossover. He's gonna be there and be like, uh, you're black. <laughs> She's gonna be like, what happened? <laughs> Jesus. Multiverse changed you up, or what? Uh, what happened here? Yeah, I don't know. You know the CW is gonna have a cheesy ass joke about it. I I have hope something not. cheesy. I hope not, dude. But like, I don't know, man. I don't really give a fuck anymore, to be honest. But. Yeah, so that is your new Batwoman, ladies and gentlemen. I wish her the best. I hope she knocks it out of the park. I hope they are writing an incredible fucking season for her to where they prove everybody wrong. But, um, yeah, I got no faith. So, you know, it is it is what it is. I just think it's a bad situation. Again, they should have just made it the chick from the, the cops. Yeah, yeah. It should have been her. Yeah. It should have been her. It makes no sense. Now you got to build all these relationships again when she already knew every single one of them. Yep. Like, so dumb. So dumb. And you could have gave her more of a bubbly personality if you wanted to. or I, She already had that serious tone. And, uh, I mean, I, I think maybe the only problem was that, I, mean, I don't know how the season ended, but she's married. But then oh, you could yeah, have had true. the you could have had the story of her breaking up that relationship and being like, I gotta be who I wanna be. Like I'm I'm gay. Like you know, I'm bisexual. This is what I do. But you wanna know what? Now the new Batwoman's bisexual, probably gonna end up hooking with that chick hooking up with that chick and blah blah blah. That's gonna be like, uh, That's yeah, gonna whatever. be weird. Because yeah. because according to them, Kate Kane's not dead. She's just missing. Yeah. It's gonna be weird. But. We'll see. We'll see how that gets into it. Uh, but that's the pretty much all the entertainment news we have. Uh, very minimal, but uh, Batman is getting very close to starting production again from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff going on in the UK, there's all these regulations and stuff, but apparently it's inching very close to starting back up. So hopefully we will be getting some... Dude, I just had Batman a really stuff. stupid thought just now. About? about like production in Hollywood and like the Batman. Now that everybody has to wear a mask, like how stupid would it be if everybody had to do the Henry Cavill CGI face because of their mask? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean Oh, man. You know what would be great is like had you had Scarecrow in this, you could have easily wrote all those masks into the movie. Because, like, Scarecrow could have easily just gassed something. Or even if they had Joker. Everybody's wearing masks now just to protect themselves. Boom. Production solved. Like, bam. Easy. Because you could just write that scene in at the start. Have it happen. Got them. Got them now. Wearing, you know, some stupid shit. But it would make sense. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. I don't work in Hollywood. Give me to solve your problems, Hollywood. (laughs) Jesus. I could have solved Batwoman for you big time. Um, but yeah, anyways, I don't think there's anything else. Um, nope. I think we talked about it on the last thing that, uh, James Gunn shot down the fandom stuff. Yep. You know, that wasn't real. So I know a lot of people are still holding on to Ben Affleck coming back as Batman. Although I will say he's not helping the rumors by looking fucking fantastic right Dude, now. I, so, <laughs> so I, I have so many friends of mine on Twitter that are just like crazy about Ben Affleck, which you know, good on them. I'm, 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 I'm glad that he's healthy right now. Mm-hmm. But they, there is seriously, there is a page on Twitter that is called Ben Affleck Daily. Wow. Where I don't know if it's them themselves or if they pay somebody to take mm-hmm. pictures of Ben Affleck every single time he is out and about. Yeah, because recently 
I mean, even with the pandemic and everything, he's out with a mask and stuff, but he's always walking around with uh, Anna. Anna de Armas? Yeah. I mean, I'd get into shape for her, too. So, so you know? But, ev- and and it even, like, does the date of, like, when the picture was taken, and it's literally mm-hmm. every day, dude. And that dude is looking so fit. He is looking yeah. healthy. Good on him, yeah. dude. Good on him. Yeah. Like, he, he looks fucking he, young. He, he looks young. He looks, like... I wouldn't say he's as buff as he was back in his Batman no, he's days. Thinner. He's a lot yeah, thinner, he's... but he could definitely be like, "Hey, let me, let me." Yeah. I, I just want to fe- have that feeling again, you know. And he yeah. could probably fit in a bat suit again. But yeah, I mean, fuck it. At this point, from what I'm hearing about what might happen in the DCU and what's not, just fucking give him the movie. I don't give a fuck at this point, like, because I don't know where we're going anymore. Like we talked about it at work, like like there's there's a lot of places where did a we talk lot... about the rebirth rumor. No, we have not. Last week, no. Okay, no. we can talk about that. Fuck it. There, there is a rumor that was clearly a lot of uh, journalists trying to troll uh, more than one uh, website that was basically just throwing out secondhand rumors as like yeah. facts and stuff. Which, at the same point, that makes them shitty journalists, too. Oh, very much so. Very yeah. much so. So, just want to make uh, that clear. I'm not going to call them out here, uh, mm-hmm. but we both... I, I told you who it was at yeah. work. And they came out to say, like, I really hope this rumor isn't because of what I, what we started. And mm-hmm. a part of me is like, yeah, it probably is, buddy. But, yeah. uh, but you know, there's these other journalists that were putting out the uh the picture of the justice league rebirth number one cover mm-hmm. and you know just to see who would try to like make this whole uh unfortunately i will name him because he got suckered in so much and i'm so sorry for this dude because yeah. he moved from marvel scoops to dc scoops uh jeremy conrad uh mm-hmm. he wrote like almost three pages worth of an article yeah about a dc rebirth movie and this other big name journalist uh mark hughes uh he shut it down really quick in like mm-hmm. a 36 tweet thread yeah talk I basically he works for variety right yeah he worked for variety yeah. basically saying like guys y'all need to understand what is rumored what is the difference between rumored confirmed discussions and all of this other stuff and he mm-hmm. went on this giant rant, but then he said, and then there's some sites that take these rumors, and you clearly know who he's talking about, and it's just like, yeah. ooh, that's rough. That's super rough. And he basically is, he basically said, is WB and AT&T and Warner Media talking about a Justice League movie? Yes. They've, mm-hmm. they've immediately after november 17th they were already talking about a justice league movie who wouldn't be talking about a justice league movie you know yeah you know it's just like how oh yeah they're probably thinking about you know another superman movie you know it's Mm -hmm. just something that is always going around in that production like in the in that studio like it's just a topic that they can be like okay we'll chop it up to another five years and you know a year or two come by hey let's talk about that you know, Justice League movie again, and they'll talk about it, and then okay, but it's not like actual hardcore, like set in stone stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's what Mark Hughes was saying. Like, yes, you know, these discussions will always happen. Is it concrete? Probably not. 
And he shot down the rumor very, very quickly. And so it it was kind of mixed in because there's a lot of other things coming out to say that, like, there's a, a Zatanna movie being pushed. Constantine. Constantine. And even there was somebody saying that they want... Batman Beyond is what I'm seeing now. Yeah, I, I saw a couple people talk about Batman Beyond as well. I think that has a little bit to do with the fact that Michael Keaton you know, is in talks still to be yeah. in the Flash movie. That's the only thing he should be doing as a Batman Beyond. That would be fantastic. A trilogy with him and a uh, younger guy? It would be great. It really yeah. would be. Um, but, you know, I heard that they're talking about doing the Defenders route to mm-hmm. uh, to Justice League Dark. And so there's there's a whole lot of discussions coming out, and you clearly see that there is some sort of ball rolling on certain films and certain projects and things like that. It's just very much people have to know how to do their research. Yeah. Because if there's smoke, there's fire. And if there's nothing, there's nothing, you know? Yeah. So the, the rebirth movie, it wouldn't make any sense. Like in all honesty, if you take what the concept of rebirth was, Mm Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people will use the word rebirth and be like, oh, this is a great way to restart the DCEU. Yeah, yeah, you could use it that way, like, in a sense. But to call it a DC rebirth movie, it, it, it would almost be impossible. Yeah. Because the characters that play with rebirth have never been introduced to the DCEU. I think a lot of people would be confused and it would just be a gimmick just to bring in a movie, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, at this point, I don't really care. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I'm still very much of an advocate of, like, let Snyder, because I've also saw that article that, you know, he, this is an uncompromised Snyder movie that's coming out. Yeah. He's going to do whatever he wants. So my thing, and I also saw What's-His-Face uh, that played Gordon Simmons came out and he said, I expect this to be long because yeah. it's Snyder's vision. So um, I'm cool with that. Snyder wants to release a six-hour movie. I'm fine with that. I would just prefer it end there. That is my personal view, and that's just it. Because I was t- we and Clay had this conversation at work, I feel like DC was going in a good place. I feel like they were doing these solo movies – and they've been doing really good. None of them have been duds pr- profit-wise. Yes. And it's brought in people because people loved Aquaman. Loved it. People loved the Joker. We didn't... The, the marketing was really bad for Birds of Prey. But it also happened during COVID. So we don't really know what that box office was going to be. And we also don't know what the potential for Shazam would have been because it was between two of the biggest blockbusters for Marvel. Yeah. Not even like what they had maybe two weeks between. It was it was Captain Marvel and then Captain Marvel was there for a month, I believe. Well, when is when is uh, Nash- I think Captain Marvel came out in in early April, and then two weeks later Shazam came out, and then like two weeks later, Mar- no, Captain Three- Marvel might have come out in March. Well, Maybe. all I know is that Captain Marvel intentionally came out on International Woman's Day, 
So whatever that day was, that's when it came out. And then like two weeks later, Shazam came out. And mm-hmm. then three and a half weeks later, uh, Endgame came out. Yeah. So yeah, it had no chance. It it really it it was unfortunately cut at the knees. I think that it can do a lot better. It could have done a lot better, yeah. but and it's really weird. I think the I don't know if it got moved, but I'm pretty sure April first is the release date, 2022. For Shazam 2? I think so. Yeah, a lot of those movies got pushed back. Yeah, so... Um, but that might also be due to it having to have something to do with Black Adam, maybe? Yeah. Although, I don't think Black Adam's been pushed yet. Because it's at the very end of the year. Yeah. So, I don't think it's been pushed yet. Although, I don't even know when that's going into production. Because I think that's a Rock's next movie. If I'm not mistaken. Is it? I thought he had... I think he has one other production. The one with Gal? No, he has another one with, uh, oh, well, you know what? No. I could have swore he was already training for that. It, like, it, he was always posting a lot of shit. It might be, actually. Because yeah. I, know, I know he has another Netflix movie coming out. I think that's the one with Gal, isn't no, it? No, no, no. Or he, did they already film that? Uh, he, has a, he has a second Netflix movie coming out with, oh. uh, what's her name, uh, from freaking uh, Live, Die, Repeat with uh, Tom Cruise. That, you you sure that's not Jungle Cruise? No, 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 no. They're doing another movie together. Oh, shit. So they're... God damn, I don't even know what he's doing anymore. They're doing another movie, but it's basically... You know the whole concept of Hancock? Yeah. How the two lovers, the further apart they were, mm-hmm. the stronger... Or was it the closer apart they were, the stronger they were? I think it was the, fir- the further the part they were, they were stronger. Mm-hmm. And then they became weaker with how close they were. Well, think of the exact opposite for the rock and this other actress and they're like superheroes that are like trying to divorce but they're like forced to work together which makes them stronger it's really weird um and everybody is literally calling it the reverse hancock which i thought was hilarious (laughs) yeah the reverse (laughs) hancock uh (laughs) but uh anyways yeah so i don't know we'll see what happens with that but yeah i don't know so like i personally would like to just see the DC keep going where it was going and build to hopefully, you know, a Justice League movie. Um, I just don't like the idea of Matt Reeves now just going to be in his own Batman trilogy. Like, why even don't even do a Justice League movie if you're not going to have Batman and don't recast somebody else. Don't get a third Batman in here. Oh, my God. It would have... be the Schumacher movies all over again, dude. No. Yeah. We don't need <laughs> Affleck on HBO Max. Uh Pattinson over here in this serious trilogy and then but dude, a rando. that's that's all I've been hearing dude like ever since the idea of like a legitimate multiverse being introduced everybody's like yes I can have what you, I want you can have what you want you can have no. what you want and we're all happy and like to a point I'm okay with that mm-hmm. until they decide to try to like legitimately like explain it that's where I'm gonna be like, fuck you guys, because yeah, they're, they're gonna do a horrible job. They they are gonna, what they're gonna do is they're gonna explain it in whatever movie or show or whatever, and then whoever directed it is gonna come out and be like, oh well, actually, you know, it's kind of like this, and it's gonna be the Russo brothers all over again. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, people need to shut up when they do that. Um, if it's not shown in your movie, it doesn't count. Yes. Um, that is a rule of thumb, and if you disagree with that, you're stupid. Unless, uh, unless like, unless Jim Lee comes out to be like, hey, I'm the only one that can explain this, and this is what's going on. Because then I'd be like, well, it's Jim Lee, so. Yeah, yeah, he gets a pass. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I just, because, look, like, WB, for the longest time, has tried so hard to where they're like, you cannot use the Joker, you cannot use Batman or Bruce Wayne or whatever in shows. You just cannot do it because we want them on on the big screen. And now you're going to give me 50 of them? Like, (laughs) dude, like, chill. Because the thing is, too, like, I like the idea, and this is what I'm going to hate with Reeves, is Reeves already, we're hearing that, you know, he's going to have a Joker and it's going to be somebody else. Like, are you fucking kidding me? We're gonna have a different Joker. In yeah, Greece, I, like... I would, I would legitimately like if I was Jim Lee, I would hate to pull this card on any director because of this big push for you know director-driven films. Mm-hmm. I would say, hey, you have to have Leto in there. Yeah, like, cause that dude just got nothing. Yeah, like he got nothing. He was he was casted. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like, to be completely yeah. honest. So Yeah, he just... I don't know, man. He didn't get... And again, it's one of the reasons why I hope Ayers gets his movie. And I hope we get to see actually what Leto did. Because then at that point, we're like, yeah, he sucks, you know? <laughs> but I think... I, I enjoyed his... And, you know, Snyder fanboys out there. Snyder said he enjoyed Leto's Joker. Yes, he did. So... You know, I kind of like I want to see more Leto, and but just tone it down, like fucking tone it down. Um, and I think he should go up against Pattinson. I think it would be good, but I don't know. We already seen too many changes from Reeves' stuff, and I think Reeves is just gonna be like, "Oh, I can have my own thing and do whatever I want." Like, granted, I'm probably gonna be like, "This is the greatest Batman of all time," uh, but <laughs> I still. I want to see Batman with the Justice League. Like, that's what I want. Yes. I don't want it to be... If you're going to do that, then give Affleck fucking $50 million or whatever and bring his ass back. Because I do, I can do with two, all right? Like, my mind's already set. I already know Pattinson's cast. I know Affleck's over there. He looks fucking fantastic. Just bring him back and be like, dude, we're going to do three movies. That's all we're going to do, you know? We're cool. You can, you're going to do two Justice Leagues and you're Batman. Like, whatever. I don't care. And then Wait, kill for, him at the for end. For Ben? Yeah, for oh, Ben. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, just fucking have him do two more Justice Leagues or even be in Flash or whatever. I don't care. You know what? Give him the Nick Fury role. Fuck it. Give him a Nick Fury role. Like, we're just going to have you come in every so often. Like, you know? I just could, stay in shape. I could honestly, like, in a weird way, um, I, I wouldn't want him to, like, be forced. I wouldn't want any director to be forced to be like, hey, Ben is going to train this new Batman being Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that would work. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would be okay with him having a Nick Fury role and then being like, sac- like, like how he should have in Zack Snyder's original, you know, five movie idea was mm-hmm. to sacrifice himself. Yeah. And be like Batman, you know, while doing mm-hmm. it. And then you're like, boom, okay, that Batman is done. You know, we can move on with whatever films that we want to do. And then maybe in this, like, 
new fresh start or rebirth, mm-hmm. whatever, um, of new DC films, you have Pattinson. You know? You know what? If you want to... I don't... Because I, I don't think they can give it to Snyder to do it. Um, but I would love to see like somebody like Abrams to do it. But keeping that Snyder idea of Batman killing himself or whatever, or sacrificing himself, you should do it. See, it would be really hard. I feel like you would need a lot of movies to set this up, kind of Thanosing it. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to see it in one film. But again, you could do Justice League two and three then with this. You have Darkseid come in, but mix Darkseid up with Infinite Crisis somehow, to where you're gonna have the worlds collide. And at some point, you have like multiple Batman or multiple Flash or whatever on the on screen, and you have Affleck talking to that Batman, and like talking to Pattinson's Batman. And saying something like, you know what, like, my world is fucked over here, but make sure you do better than I did on my world. Or something like that, right? Not knowing that they're going to all collide together and be one world at the end. Yeah. This Batman sacrifices himself, he dies, that explains why he's not on Earth anymore. You know what I mean? And then, boom, Pattinson takes the place of that Batman. I will allow it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm definitely okay with that. You know, cause because that was a really big thing on crisis on infinite earths not necessarily infinite crisis but crisis on infinite mm. earths was the the whole idea of the multiverse being you know thrusted together to make one earth again and i think that could definitely work out now with that would you play like now i'm getting to the idea i know this is just batman and i'm just like oh man the ideas of like having everybody in that film would just be fucking nuts Mm -hmm. but but yeah i would definitely be okay with you know you would you would see thomas wayne batman you would see michael keaton batman you would see ben affleck batman you see pattinson batman Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they would do some stupid stuff to bring in lego batman for some silly part of it or whatever Mm -hmm. but i could definitely see a moment where ben is just like hey you know we clearly did not expect, you know, this to ever happen. You know, mm-hmm. we, we fought Doomsday, we fought Darkseid, but this is way beyond us. Uh, yeah. And this is what I'm going to have to do. Promise mm-hmm. me that you'll look after my team. Yeah. And boom. Or Gotham. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you do something like that. And I, I would, if you, if you want to connect it to all the other universes out there, right? Because I am still a big proponent of HBO Max should connect with the movies, but not CW. I think you have, since CW already kind of did that and connected it to whatever, I think you have an episode either in The Flash or you have The Flash do it in the movies to where he tries to go to another dimension and it just doesn't work. Like, he's just like, I can't do it. And they're like literally cut off in parallel universes, a la Doctor Who style, to where you can never return. I'd be cool with that. That way, the Flash series makes sense, and they think, like, oh, no, maybe they got erased. They just can't ever travel there again. Like, I'd be cool with something like that, because then it all makes sense at that point. Like, CW survives on its own, does whatever the fuck it wants to do. You're going to have the HBO and movie stuff over here, and they're never going to cross, you know? Maybe they're both on the other side of the source wall. I don't give a shit. True. But that way, you can separate them. But anyways, let's get into some comics. <laughs> I don't know how we manage to drag shit out all the time, but we do. 
Uh, so we have four comics that we're going to talk about this week. We're going to push digital first to next week because I don't think we're going to really have anything. Probably not. Um, no. es- es- well, especially metal, maybe? Uh, maybe metal, but but since Detective and Batman came out on the same week, we're not going to have much next week. Yeah, so we'll talk about the digital first, which there have been some good ones. I haven't read this week's, but the Red Hood one was really I, good. I, I just one. read this week's right before we got on. Uh, it's, the Robin one? Yeah. Uh, it good? It's, it's pretty good. Uh, the one before that, though, the one that you were you were talking the Red Hood one, the Red Hood one. Um, I love that. Like, there's one line in there, and I actually posted it online where Nightwing mm-hmm. was like, "You can't solve everything with guns," or he, "You can't yeah. you can't solve everything with a gun." He's like, "Yeah, I know. That's why I have two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, those are good stories. But we're gonna talk about Batman Outsiders. Yes, we're still somehow covering this story. Oh, uh, but what uh, issue fourteen? Now I'm fourteen. I I think I would I would not be surprised if this doesn't make it to twenty. I could believe that. Like I could see that. I could see it just lasting until possibly like eighteen, like yeah. just below it, because mm-hmm. I don't know where this book is going. Nobody's known for a while. Um. Yeah, so in this one, we find out that uh, Black Lightning's gotten new powers. He's uh, hit Black Lightning uh, version 2, I would assume, or, you know, Super Saiyan Black Lightning. And uh, he can fly now, which is interesting, because he can, I'm assuming the powers allow him to levitate or control the electricity around him. They don't explain it. Basically, the way Magneto flies is the way Black Lightning flies, is the way I would explain it, probably. Yeah. And I like that he's gotten an upgrade. You don't really see that a lot from a lot of heroes. Yeah. You know, that they don't get an upgrade. It's easy to do with Batman and the Bat Family because it's just new tech. Like, it's easy. But it's cool to see people that have powers hit a new level. I mean, that's why Dragon Ball Z is so great. You're like, oh, oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Like, it's just so good. Um, So this was cool. I thought this was cool to see Black Lightning, uh, you know, just go to the next level. And... Then we find out from the previous issue that, you know, the kids, which are Duke and Cassandra, have went with Shiva to go do their own thing, to go find Raish or whatever. Yeah. And um, so there's two stories happening here. We have that story of them talking about how they're going to find Raish and this other story of Batman training Black Lightning's powers or their testing stuff. So Batman and Black Lightning, that crew, goes to beat up a bunch of Raish's goons and destroy a Lazarus pit to show that they can, you know, hurt Raish in different ways. And um, they were sending a message, basically. Um, that was okay. I mean, it's what Batman does. But I know you said it was kind of cheesy or something like that. For which one? I'm sorry. I... For for Batman and like going after all the Raish's stuff. Yeah, like I just I just felt like it was very off. You know, I mm-hmm. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Jim. He has his own podcast. Um, but he was talking about how in the last issue, they're like, oh, we have to make it look like Raish is winning. Mm-hmm. We're going to go destroy all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. And so they, they go into this, I guess it is a laboratory of theirs, correct? Of Raish's. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like, all right, Sophia, do your thing. And she like brings the house down, like literally yeah, and he's, he's a powerhouse. And, awesome. and he's like, all right, we left one survivor. Go tell our story. And then, like, they walk away, and it's just like, oh, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, so they're destroying Lazarus Pits, which is Raish's freaking nectar. You yeah. Know? Like, he needs it to live. So they're destroying Lazarus Pits, and that's what they do. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I will say it was nice to see Sophia doing something. I yes. will say her suit doesn't look too bad. I just wish she was wearing a mask. I hate when heroes don't wear masks. And some people can get away with it, like Canary, because, you know, she's kind of just, she has that classic look. But sometimes, I think if you're in the Bat Family, you definitely should be wearing a mask because yeah, if you're ever connected. I'm looking at a at a panel right here where, you know, she is, uh, she's knocking some stuff, but she says, you might want to stand back. Like, just mm-hmm. in that pose that, she ends, that she's in, it looks very weird without any kind of helmet or domino mask yeah. or something. Because it just, like, honestly, do you know who she looks like? She looks like Alita, the Battle Angel. That's who she looks mm-hmm. like. And it's just yeah. like, that's a little weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like the helmet she was wearing when she was on Raish's side. And she had that big axe. Yeah. Like, and it would make sense if, because, like, right now, I, I, I she, has, she has a powerhouse, but she's, like, running through walls. I'm like, yo, chill with your shoulders, bro. <laughs> like, you know, use the axe. Like, go get that axe again. Um, but this was the suit she picked. Uh, personally... If I was able to write Batman, I would probably try to bring Sophia into this. Or, actually, I would try to bring Sophia into, like, a Nightwing story or a Red Hood story um, and really develop You know there. what? Because of her, like, like how she started with Rage and everything, mm-hmm. I would almost consider her, like, being with Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I mean, I think uh, a lot of these characters need development. I, I, I mention this all the time, and I know Snyder's talked about it because I don't know if they don't let him use it or if he just has nothing for her. I don't like that he created this Blue Jay character, and she's never been used again. Uh, she like, she was in, what, Batman Eternal or yeah. whatever the other one was, Batman and Robin Forever or whatever it was called. Eternal. It was Batman and Robin Eternal. Yeah, yeah. like, she has not been seen, heard of, or, like, even... Bu- behind a panel or anything since rebirth at all yeah and it just she was a techie too so why isn't she an oracle like you know what i mean like it's weird that only barbara can be oracle you know what i mean like i understand yeah like that would be interesting like there's so many people that can be robin Mm -hmm. but why can't and we've had multiple we've had multiple we've had multiple bad girls we've had multiple bad girls we've had multiple black canaries Mm-hmm. We've had multiple. Well, now I mean, live action. We will have multiple Batwomans, but yeah. like, why can't there be multiple Oracles? Yeah, because I mean, I, see... I mean, I I don't think you could ever have a male be Oracle. I, yeah, I don't. That'd be weird. It, that would be weird. But I wonder if there would be an actual argument against Blue Jay being Oracle. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. I just don't see why not. Do you... I wonder... And I'm surprised they've never done this. Why... I mean, obviously, because you'd have to get rid of a character. But I wonder why Batgirl's never upgraded to Batwoman. I wonder well, if that'll ever happen. So, it's funny because... Because Tom King had the joke in his. Isn't... No, isn't... I'm pretty sure the art germ cover for Gail Simone's mm-hmm. Batwoman versus Batgirl cover... I'm pretty sure she's making the comment, like, why can't I be Batwoman? Is that the case? I don't remember that cover. 
honestly. I I I don't know if it, I can't remember if it's a dialogue cover or not. But I want to mm. say there has been an argument somewhere other than the whole Tom King joke. Yeah. That why can't she be Batwoman? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I I like her as Batgirl, but obviously she gets older. Yeah. So you would assume that she would be upgraded, Bat Lady. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of awkward. Like, what would what would Batwoman upgrade to? Yeah. Or would she die? That would be the thing too. Mm. You know what I mean? But then again, you're killing a lesbian character, which we have very little of those. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's like killing, like, we're going to kill Jaime Reyes. You motherfuckers. <laughs> like, it's, it's all we got. <laughs> it's all we got. <laughs> Don't you dare. Ooh. Um, so like, yeah, you know, you can't really do something like that, but you know, I've always said, I want King to write that fucking one, uh, Batwoman in Afghanistan story. I think that would be fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, or the middle East doesn't gotta be Afghanistan. But anyways, back to this comic book. Um, not really much happens in it. Batman, you know, sends his message to Raish. Uh, we have a cool little moment where, you know, Shiva, Cassandra, and Duke are t- interrogating somebody that knows something about Wraith. And there was this cool moment that you mentioned where she tells Duke to, like, turn out the lights. And he uses his dark powers um, to just make the whole room go black. Yeah. And they're all just chilling in this black room, just, like, terrifying this guy to get information. And I know you had mentioned that that would be crazy if he used that with Batman. Like, that would be nuts. Yeah, like, because, you know, we talk about how the fact that, like, now Duke being the signal was always supposed to be the Batman of the day, you know? Yeah. But now with these dark powers, like, what if Batman was able to still fight crime during the day and use mm-hmm. Duke to make things like pitch black and still be Batman? You know, like you know, it would be uh, just a cool scene. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my Snyder out right here, right? Just the cool, <laughs> cool scenes, not stories. No, I'm just joking, Snyder fans. Uh, but um, what if Batman, like, what if there were, it was a race against time, right? And like Batman, and granted, Batman wouldn't give a fuck. Batman's definitely been out during the day. We know this; it's yes. not a big thing. But it would be crazy, like, you know, he knows he works better at night, and he just tells Duke, he was like, "I need you to extend the night." And he fucking just encases all of Gotham in darkness. That would be nuts. That would but be... of course, like it would have like Duke, like he would have to get drained after a while, yeah. and then just like it, the sky opens back up. But that would be nuts. Like he's like, I need one more hour. Can you do it? You know, because there is an instance in this actual comic book where Batman. The reason why he gave Black Lightning an upgrade or had him use his powers is because he believes that, or they learned through uh, John Jones that this alien tech has something to do with electricity. And Batman has the theory that if Black Lightning ups his powers, he might be able to sense this object and find out where Raish is. So we have this cool, like, you know, him going Super Saiyan 2 moment where he's just, like, trying to power up, and he basically drains himself of power. And he kind of says, he's like, I felt something, but it's far away. Yeah. And then Batman gets a call from somebody, and he's like, what's going on? And we find out that Shiva's actually working with Batman, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but, and then she's like, well, and the kids are like, wait, you called Batman? And she's like, yeah, we're outsiders. And that's kind of how the issue ends. And that, I mean, it's a little bit cheesy, but I feel like now that we know that Brian Hill has worked on Titans, I'm like, that's the Titans writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And you know what? Like I said, I don't know if he's run. Long as he hasn't written the finales, they're okay. <laughs> because if you written the finales, Brian Hill, my, my guy, we need to have a conversation. Uh, because those finales are awful. But I don't think he did. Um, but yeah, the, the yeah, that's kind of how it ends. Um, I don't know. Again, I think I I just want to see Duke in another book. Like you know, I want to see him do something else. But it's was interesting to use Shiva as more of an anti-hero. I think we're starting to see that with a lot of older, like, Batman characters that have been around for a really long time. We know Harley is, you know, pretty much exclusively an anti-hero now. I don't think she's done any villainous stuff in a really long time. Yeah. Um, granted, she does it on the show, but even on the show, she's doing it for good. And, yeah, even um, didn't we talk about how... I think we talked about it at work, but not on the on the podcast, about how, like, even in the show, she has said stuff like, oh, I don't think I'm even a villain anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah, so, like, it, it's cool to see these characters go. And Shiva, you know, being one of the deadliest uh, or one of the best fighters or even arguably the best fighter in the DC universe, that's probably somebody Batman wants on his side. Oh, for sure. So, like, you know, that's pretty cool that he doesn't have to worry about fighting her. And then that just gives you room to build more villains because, you know, why, why not add to this amazing archive that he already has? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, granted... The book we'll be talking about next ruined one of them, um, and that is freaking Batman ninety four, ladies and gentlemen. We have two more books, but I think we're gonna go ahead and end it on deceased. Um, but uh, yeah, so Batman ninety four was the book that I've been bitching and moaning about for a while because the cover says the sh- uh, the relationship shattered, and um, you know they're using the very comic booky clickbait uh, cover. To try to get you in there. Because, you know, spoilers, it was not shattered uh, at all. And the things that I thought was maybe going to paralyze Catwoman, luckily, was not done. Uh, But she's hiding now. And she's not going to... It doesn't look like she's going to be helping Batman from the way this this issue ended. But we're going to go ahead and start off with probably the stupidest thing in this issue. Where Bruce was following this old guy. And he has been stalking him out, and he, like, goes to get into this guy's apartment, and he's following... The, the guy looks creepy. Yeah, and it, really it says years ago. That's how we start off. Yeah, yeah, it's in the past. And this is when it, you get the idea that Bruce is training still. He's not even Batman yet. He's just, like, training. And he wants to learn from this guy to be a better detective. And we learn that this guy was the guy that was fighting the designer. And this is the guy that the designer finally bested after he, like, finally, you know, did the best design or whatever. We heard that story in, like, what, the second issue, third issue of yeah. this run? Yeah. Um, and so we finally see that. And the crazy thing that me and Clay both agreed this was so over the top and so stupid that I don't think we liked it. This guy starts calling out everything on Bruce's body. He's like, from your dick, I know you've been with 20 people in the last 20 hours. Like, he's just like, he starts going off. He's like, from the cut of your hair, I know you trained with so-and-so. From the jacket, you look like this. And, like, he just starts naming like, all of this like, shit. Like, I can understand, you know, when you when you read something like Sherlock Holmes or even watch the show Sherlock. Yeah. You know, Sherlock is like, Oh well, your your hair was recently cut, so I know that mm-hmm. you you know recently did this, or you know were at a wedding or whatever, and and it's simple stuff like that. But 
there is no way in hell. Yeah. No way on God's green earth, even in Batman's shoes, mm-hmm. can he look at somebody's haircut and be like, oh, that haircut reminds me of the way Ra's al Ghul used to beat my ass. Like, what? Yeah. Like, literally, this is one of the quotes. I can tell from the cut of your jacket which port of Japan you traveled from here. Fr- here from. Like, what? Like He could have easily could've... bought that cheap-ass pleather jacket on Amazon. You don't know yeah. anything. Yeah, he could have easily bought that in Japan, but then not even used a port because he's a billionaire and flew him out of a freaking airfield. You know what I mean? Like, what? It, and then uh, it was way uh, over yeah. the top, way yeah. over the top. And you know, you clearly see from the way he talks that he, uh, like you said, is mm-hmm. this, you know, arch enemy of the designer. Yeah. And so that's how it's all supposed to connect. And I think it's stupid. I think yeah. I think this guy because literally he opens a door, Bruce walks in and you see all of Bruce's drawings of mm-hmm. this <clears throat> excuse me of this new Gotham that he's been ever, always been wanting to do because you yeah. see him drawing it in the very beginning of this book mm-hmm. and so Bruce looks at it, he's like how did teach me please yeah. and it's just like bro calm down yeah. this is not Bruce like no. this is not Bruce at all and so we jump to where Bruce is now, you know, right mm-hmm. after he figured out that it was Joker, you know, the whole time with this whole designer thing. Lucius is there, you know, tries to help him patch up and everything. And, you know, the news now got a hold of the fact that, you know, Bruce was like Bruce, quote unquote, was, yeah. you know, embezzling money. And now they're like all of GCPD is at his his freaking mansion about to arrest mm-hmm. him. And so Bruce is like, oh no. Like, I, I have to go find Catwoman. Yeah. And so he gives, or Lucius gives him a phone because they're like, oh yeah, we picked up Catwoman. Uh, she's at the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. this is where we saw that little tease online and we saw, you know, all this without dialogue, of course. And it very much, you saw, like, Selena start crying and Bruce be kind of concerned and things like this. And this is where, like, Tinian, you son of a bitch, don't do it. And yeah. nothing really comes of this either. No. It's just like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry you got hurt. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. Hey, what are you going to do? Like, like, and, yeah. like, you try to, like... We've never got hurt in our lives before. Batman literally freaking saved Selina's heart because Hush took it out of her to fight against Batman, and he got her fucking heart back and put it back into her body. And, oh, he, she gets shot. Oh, okay, yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. And, like, there's this, like, what's supposed to be an emotional conversation, and, like, I guess Selina's heart hurt too much, and she is now unconscious. Yeah. And uh, Bruce gets mad, breaks a window, and is like, I have to find him. And we see a random cutaway with Deathstroke and all the other assassins. Because this is supposed to be that whole conversation between Joker and him again. You know, him contemplating, oh, you know, 
there's some shit about to go down here and I don't want to be here when it happens. I'm like, mm-hmm. like this waste of two pages, complete waste of two pages. Uh, but Bruce goes to the hospital room that Selena was supposed to be in. She's not there. Joker's goons are there. And, you know, basically saying like, there's a war going to start and we're going to fuck your shit up. Basically. Uh, they push Batman away. He jumps out of the window. Uh, you see that for some reason, penguin was some sort of a perv and decided to strip Selena and she's not... yeah, she's not wearing her suit anymore. She's just in her bra and pants. Yeah, she's in bra and <laughs> panties, and I'm just like, that's weird. Uh, yeah. But we see, and this is something we also didn't like about this story, is mm-hmm. we see all of the villains have now go- gone into the underground bunker of the Iceberg Lounge and are like, hey, some crazy shit's about to go down, and we want nothing to do with it. And so they're yeah. all hiding. This yeah. is stupid. Because... If anybody knows these villains, they would take every opportunity of Joker's war to get whatever they want. Yeah, to take more land. Exactly. To take more land, to rob more banks, to just cause chaos. This is clearly what we've seen in so many other reiterations of Batman stories. We've seen it in the Arkham games. Like, this is what these villains do. And Tinian wanted to say... I don't want to play with these guys, so they're all going to go hide. Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. So, yeah. so stupid. But it wasn't the worst part, because at the very oh end... Oh my god, this dialogue. <laughs> at the very end, we get this... It's almost a full-page spread of Batman... Like It's supposed to be like an iconic pose where he's like puffy, just chest out. Granted, he has a whole new suit. Do you notice this? Yeah, he... It's not even damaged. Yeah. He's not even bleeding anymore. He's not bleeding um, anymore. Like, he's almost carrying his his cape like a woman would carry, like, their dress. Like, like yeah. a wedding dress, like, walking down the aisle or whatever. But he's talking to Alfred. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's like, Alfred, I don't know what to do. Please give me a sign. Like, please just give me a sign. And for some odd reason... The skies open up in the symbol of a bat. And he yeah. says, and I quote, Yes, Alfred, I will become a better bat. Yeah, it was cheesy as fuck. It um, was rough. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's getting sh- he gets shot out by a bunch of Joker's people. And they're like, oh, yeah, don't kill him. But, you know, if you hit him a little bit of times, uh, we won't care. Um and you thought I know you thought that was stupid. Yeah, I told you because I told you at work if any of those guys accidentally like killed Batman right then and there, do you know how pissed Joker would be? Yeah. Like, and I understand yeah. that to an extent the Joker knows that Batman's gonna like flee because he doesn't want to die. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're Joker and you're wanting to push him to his limits, you don't know what the hell to expect from Batman. So yeah. if you accidentally kill him then you kill your goons and then it was all for nothing. Yeah. You know? The thing, the also thing about this final page spread is one, it's like supposed to be this epic thing. Uh, I don't know if the artist purposely meant it to look like Batman was smiling like the Joker. I don't know if that was something. Oh yeah. I just noticed that. Um, also that totally looks intentional. Like if you zoom in, yeah, this suit is not damaged at all. Uh, which he just, he was bleeding from his leg. 
He was his all his arms and legs were shredded. I don't know. He was so fucked up that Lucius said, "You will not be able to stay conscious." Yeah. Like and I know And he's not wearing his underwear. If you don't notice that. He's not wearing the underwear at the end of this. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh um, Maybe he got a new pair. Maybe he is wearing a new suit and he forgot the underwear. <laughs> Maybe, but you know what? This is just another thing that they're erasing from Tom King's run. Because Tom King was the one that brought back the original suit. So I mean, if this is supposed to be... Oh, well, yeah, because the, the symbol is different, too. Mm-hmm. I, it might be the same symbol, but just at a different awkward position. But oh, still, true. like it, he, it didn't show him change at all. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It just it seems like he was still falling and why, out the window. Like, is there another crisis coming? Why is the sky red? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, granted, this does say next month Joker War. I'm pretty sure this was written a long time ago and was supposed to come out a long time ago. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't. I'm pretty sure we'll get this in two weeks. I hope. And granted, the art will be by George Menes, so it's gonna be fucking fantastic. Yes. So I can't. He's wait to see he's that. been t- teasing a lot of photos recently. He said he's very yeah. much enjoying uh, drawing Harley. Yeah, I, yeah. The stuff he posted today was amazing. I hope that means he's gonna have a uh, at least one chapter in that black, white, and red series online. Yeah, yeah. Which that already came out, and it's already a different character, or it's already a different writer. Yeah. So each it's an yeah. anthology, so every chapter will be oh, okay. a different story. Okay, but it said oh, so it's the next one's chapter two. So he only Humanas only did one video or one story. No, no, no. So Stepan, I mean not Humanas. Stepan um, Sajic did uh, one. Yeah. Uh, um, Mirka and Dolfo did the second one, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know who's going to be doing the third. Yeah. So um, I do kind of want to, because again, we've mentioned this before, and, and I'm not, I don't purposely ever want to shit on writers. Like, you know, I know comics is a hard job, and it's not easy, and it's it's one of those jobs that you don't get a lot of recognition for great stories. Like, honestly. Oh, also, just side sidebar. Recently, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're doing this on purpose, but on Twitter. A lot mm-hmm. of comic book writers are sharing their, uh, or at least not necessarily sharing it like visually, but they're mm-hmm. talking about their, uh, what is it called when they get the checks for their for their contribution to comics? What is it? The, royalty checks? Yeah, their royalty checks. Mm-hmm. And one person was like, oh yeah, I, I, I got my royalty check in today. And they did a screenshot and they like zoomed in on what they got, $2.50 was somebody's wow uh uh g willow wilson said that hers was uh twelve dollars today um somebody else said that they got a whopping seven dollars and they're all talking about how they're like gonna go crazy at a mickey d's dollar menu and it's like holy shit dude like yeah, and I wonder what the royalties is. I wonder if it's just from comic sales because I don't think Willow Wilson sold very well on Wonder Woman, so yeah. that's probably why. But I'm pretty sure she was getting paid per issue because that's how the standard works. But I don't know if it just goes off of sales too. Uh, but I'm sure the big guys are the ones that are making the money anyway. But it becomes, but so. a, it becomes a question of what we were talking yeah. about with like Injustice. You know, does Tom mm-hmm. Taylor get yeah. paid for video game stuff? Does he get... Like, I would be... I would want... Like, I would think that like murphy and clay man and all of these artists that are getting statues how much mm-hmm. do they get off of that you know 
and just random yeah. things like that. I would think that has something to do with royalties as well. So, yeah. like, maybe artists do make a lot more than and and trust me, we, we you just showed me a, a a piece of original art. I feel like yeah. artists get paid wealthy because of the hustle rather yeah. than just outright DC paying them. But yeah. well, I mean, depending on who you are, uh, from my understanding, the minimum is about two hundred dollars a page. So, you know, you make a killing on one issue, but, you know, a writer can finish a book in a few hours if they wanted to, and you ain't doing that in a few hours. Yeah. So, unless you're, unless you're fucking George Humanis, apparently, because he's working on so many things, and he's popping them out like crazy. Well, also, he said that a lot of his inspiration to drawing comes from Japanese manga and anime, yeah. and... I, we had this small conversation, you know, at work yesterday. Mangas come out weekly. Yeah. So they they push out their work. like And granted, they may have, like, so many chapters, like, done mm-hmm. before they actually start publishing it. But still, that stuff comes out weekly. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, like, holy crap. Now, there's some mangas that do come out monthly. But for majority of them, they come out every single Sunday. And you're just like, holy crap. That's yeah. a lot of pages really fast. Yeah. Now, he's a madman. He's Like I said, he's working on King's book that nobody knows about. And he, apparently he's on issue seven already. That's on top of working on these last five issues of Batman. And on top of, I know he was throwing out covers and other stuff for everything else. Yeah. Like. It's uh, it's insane. So like, dude's a madman. So I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. But to going back to the me not purposely wanting to shit on people, obviously I'm not liking Tinian's run. And on this podcast, we aim to be as honest as possible. We're fans, but at the same time, we're respectable fans. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, granted, we do have our own writers that we don't like for a majority <laughs> of the time, but you know, we still try to be you know, uh, what's the word? Um, reasonable when it comes to these kind of things. Um, and I will, I did hear Tinian recently on the word balloon podcast. I didn't get to hear all of it. I heard a majority of it and I couldn't tell if this was his whole idea and it's possible. We've, we've, we've made the assumption that he could be being told that he needs to do some of these things in this book. And I kind of got that vibe from that podcast. Like, I don't know if Joker war was his idea. Yeah. And you also heard from that podcast that even, you know, when Johns was in charge of everything, he like he was the guy to go to on whether your pitch was okay or not okay for yeah. a lot of books. And like you clearly can see that, you know, I would hope that there is somebody definitely in charge saying, No, you can't write that. Yes, you can write that. Yeah. So these people don't have like yeah, they can probably write somewhat of the story that they want to write. But they are not able to just be like, hey, I'm going to write this story and I'll give it to you guys when it's done. Like, they clearly have somebody to be like, hey, okay, this is a story you want. Cool. You can do this, this, and this. You can't do that. You can't do that. And so it definitely changes the flow of your book when you have to make hard changes of possibly big things. Yeah. And yeah, the crazy, another crazy thing he said on this, again, if you guys want to listen to this, it's on the Word Balloon podcast. With John Suntins, uh, I think is Sun- Suntrans, I think Suntrans. Yeah. yeah, just look up Word Balloon, and you'll find it. Yes, but um, 
The interesting thing was he mentioned that Punchline wasn't always an original character, it seemed like. It seemed like he he creatively thought of her because he needed Joker to have a second-in-command, a right-hand man or woman. And he was like, Joker's not going to do this, so I need somebody else. And originally, he was going to have... Um, or he, he wanted to use Harley, but then they were like, no, you can't use Harley. She's doing some other stuff. And so he was like, well, shit. Although Harley's in this book, but he had already saw that Tony Daniels had drew Harley Quinn on a cover. So he was like, oh, well, shit, she's on the cover, so I got to do something. So he brought in Punchline, and Punchline was created to be this person that was obsessed with the Joker. And she's also kind of, was originally supposed to be a dude, uh, from the way he kind of made it sound. Uh, and it was going to be a story of somebody that was obsessed with the Joker and loved his, like, they read all his tapes or watched all his videos at Arkham and blah, blah, blah. Just basically somebody that was really obsessed with the Joker and was going to start doing things like the Joker because they were so impressed and in love with the Joker. And he just so happened to have all these other issues he needed to solve, and Punchline was born. Um, but I told Clay that this was really interesting because, like, I know me personally, when I'm writing, I'm thinking of every character that's going to be in my story, but it seemed like he was already starting to write, and he was like, oh, shit, like, uh, yeah, punchline, this chick, yeah, like, it seemed like he made her up while he was writing, which is very interesting, um, because, one, it seems like, I've said this before, it's going to be his biggest thing he's known for after this. Quite possibly, yes. Uh, you know, there was a tease from, I think, a letterer. Uh, mm -hmm. on Twitter a couple months ago uh, stating that they just wrote up a punchline title card. Uh, yeah. So whether it be a tie-in to the Joker War or if she's getting her own miniseries, you know, she's going to become a pretty big character because, yeah. like you had said to me when you were listening to this podcast, uh, you know, Tinian was like, hey, now I can have somebody to face off against Harley. And mm -hmm. they're making that very much a big deal, not only in this Joker War, but even in Harley's solo title, uh, uh, I believe, what was his name? Uh, dang, Do not know. I can't remember who's writing the Harley book right now, but his last issue is going to be 75. Palmiotti? No, 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 no. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, but he is uh, writing Harley right now. His, his last issue is going to be 75, and it's going to be a square off between him and, or her and punchline so yeah. even there you know and they're they're making it such a big deal that freaking uh uh campbell is making a variant cover for it so you know it's big. oh wow so you yeah. know it's already big uh so yeah, i i want this character to succeed because we we both enjoyed her story and the joker yeah. uh 80th anniversary so mm -hmm. I think she's a character that can last. Now, this other character that he's introducing that we both think is a little silly, the yeah. the the clown killer, clown, clown hunter, yeah, the clown hunter. He yeah. looks like a weird like TF2 knockoff guy. Yeah, and I don't know if that's gonna work out. I'm hoping that Joker kills him because that would be the most ironic thing ever. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. But I also, I just looked um the Tinian interview is not up on the podcast yet, but he will oh, have okay. it in his archives on YouTube and it's still the same thing. Just look up Word Balloon uh yeah. and he it'll be one of his most recent uh, videos. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and, you know, one thing, too, again, it's something that needs to be said because you're not, and I'm perfect example of it, you're not always going to like who's writing your favorite character. Um, and yep. just the way we think Batman should always be gritty and serious and, like, shit like that, which I don't, I don't think that all the time, but I think his best stories are written in that forum. Um, Tinian has came out and said on that podcast that he enjoys the outer space stuff. He enjoys that Batman can go to another planet and do all this kind of stuff. Me personally, I understand Batman can do that because he's part of the Justice League, but I think Batman thrives the most in a grounded story where he needs to be the best to survive and to protect Gotham. And um, so uh, that's probably why I don't really, I'm not really feeling Tinian's run because I think he's thinking of the broader spectrum that Batman can be on opposed to what works best for Batman in the story. And it feels like he's kind of, like you mentioned, with all the villains hiding in a freaking place because they're scared of Joker, it doesn't feel like Gotham. Yeah. Um, that might be okay for a Justice League story where they're all like, oh, Doomsday's here. Like, oh, fuck this. We're not, we're not getting out of our houses today. Um, that might make sense for like a Justice League story, but I don't think that works for Gotham. Everybody knows in Gotham, like the villains are born in tragedies. You know what I mean? In turmoil, in like at the and worst points of Gotham. Yeah, yeah, it's it's what they love, and they've dealt with the Joker forever. Like I need I need Tinian to explain why everybody's so scared now. Like you know what I mean? Um, and it's just so it's so weird that everybody's just pussing out. Like I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, and I also want I also want him to say why now? Why is the Joker doing this now? Like, if he's always known who Bruce was, if unless he's not considering what Snyder has done in the past, which I'm clear, clearly is, uh, why now? Why is Joker now doing this crazy scheme? Like, why is this the end? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, also, one thing I do want to point out, uh, since we saw it in this comic, we saw Bruce's stuff getting seized. This is, like, the third or fourth time that Batman's lost all his money. Oh, yeah. It's the same fucking... Yeah. It's like, dude, come on. Like, it's, I don't know. It's the same old trope over and over with Bruce. And he's going to get it back somehow because he buys all the stocks or invents something crazy or whatever. It's stupid. Um, but, you know, it's used. Again, it's whatever. But we're going to go on to, I think, an issue that's probably worse than 94 in Detective. Uh, what would you say? Ye- so, same level, maybe? I would say about same level. Yeah. So, um, it looks like Tinian, or maybe Puppet Master Snyder, I don't know who's doing this here, uh, wants everything in the Batman universe to be connected. Because it seems like everybody's being affected by Joker War. Um, I'm very interested to see how this is going to affect Red Hood, if he's even going to be a part of this. But, um, we saw Joker, and I think we agreed that this whole issue just didn't make sense, and it was stupid. Yeah, like, so, so they play it off in the last issue... Like, oh, this is going to be all about Joker. Yeah. Like, this is the start of the tie-in to Joker War. And so that's what we start off with here in this issue. And you're like, all right, we're getting to it. And I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast, I told you this at work. I said, he is going after Lincoln March. That's that's what he's going to do. And lo and behold, the one grave that he's in, or he, he sees in this, like, huge morgue of the talons basically 
and that's mm-hmm. where they sleep. We all know that they're like somewhat zombified or whatever. Um, yeah. This tomb says LM, and I was like, I freaking knew it. And yeah. he opens up this tomb. He injects him with something, and he Lincoln Marks wakes up. And he says, I serve the court. And he says, you serve whoever wakes you up, Lincoln Marks. And I'm like, who made that rule? Like, yeah. like I don't, I don't get that. Like, where was that mm-hmm. set in stone? So from there, we jump to Batman going on this search for Two-Face. And you're like, oh, great. That story isn't even over. I thought that story was over. Yeah. And he gets into this weird like tussle with freaking Hugo Strange and freaking uh Mad Hatter Mad Hatter like for some yeah. reason and Mad Hatter uses his technology to make Batman hallucinate Dick Grayson uh Commissioner Gordon Damien Robin Robin yeah. Bullock like you see everybody and you even see Alfred and that's kind of what breaks the straw, and Batman's able to break through it. And, you know, out of nowhere, he is able to find where he would be, Two-Face. And mm-hmm. Two-Face is wearing the freaking uh, Bat-Bunny uh, suit. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. What did um, what did Commissioner Gordon call him? I don't know if it was called... Um... He, he he had a nickname he, for him. I'll find he, it. Just keep. He had a nickname talking. for him. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a tussle. They're about to fight, and then, like, well, they do fight, and they 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 go at it pretty hard. You know, freaking Batman breaks off the freaking helmet and beats the crap out of him. But before anything major can happen, Lincoln March breaks up the fight, and he looks like he's going after Two-Face and calls him Batman. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, I, don't I, 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 don't, I don't get it, dude. I, I don't get what, like, I understand this could be the point of, like, okay, Tinian is intruding on, like, freaking... Uh, 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 oh my gosh, I uh, almost forgot Tomasi. Tomasi's story. Yeah. But even so, I'm like, you could have wrote something better than this, man. Yeah, um, I couldn't find the name, by the way, but um, yeah, this was really weird. Also, I mean, Batman must have really known the strength of that suit because he hits him with a bazooka. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to chalk that up to Batman knowing the amount of damage that suit could take um, because, you know, he – I, th- I, I want to say – by the way, I think the suit's called, like, Buster or Buddy or something like that. I feel like that's kind of the nickname of it, but uh-huh. I don't remember. Um, but anyways, so, yeah, Batman uh, takes out the suit and all that jazz. Yeah, man. Um, again, I I will always call this out because I just feel bad that people shat on Tom King so much for such an innovative run. But Tom King has came out and said multiple times he's like, I don't like to infringe on anybody else's storytelling. Um, and you know that that is good or bad. One that's cool that he's not gonna step on the detective creator's toes. Uh, although the editors at times were like, Oh, this hap- this is happening in King's Run, so make sure you mention it. Um, so that I think, I think everybody knows that the detective writer falls 
to the Batman writer. Like, that's just, it's a given. It's kind of, I'm assuming the Superman title is falls prey to the action title, usually, or something like that. You'd have to let me know that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought this was very, just, I don't know, it's just not interesting to me. Like, Lincoln March, really? Also, I got so many questions. Like, how did he get put there? Who put Lincoln March there? Because he was fighting Batman at the end of that story, and I think he maybe fell into, you know, he All I remember, fell into the typical fire pit Yeah, there was like a huge, there was a huge fight that was outside, there was a burning building, and then it exploded. And it's just that yeah. that trope of like, oh, I didn't save him. There was a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. Nobody found a body. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the interesting thing was this issue was apparently Joker or whatever. Like I said, this issue, this is this story is going to end in the next issue because it says the epic conclusion, a tale of terror and talents. So this story automatically ends in the next issue. So. It's just like a bunch of one-hit wonders that's happening right now. And I'm like, I don't even... Is he going to still look for Two-Face after this? I mean, obviously he found him right there, but is there going to be more like, I got to fix you? you know? I, I like, hope that he doesn't like try to string along this Two-Face story. Yeah. Just bring back the Arkham Knight. Like, tell me that story, because that chick was awesome. Yeah, I mean, and he said that like she's going to make a return. I just... yeah. Or I don't know if it was him or if it was Brad Walker. I talked to Brad Walker saying that, well, yeah. So Brad Walker said that they were going to come back. Um, But from what he told me, I thought he was going to come back and they were going to write that story again. But it looks like he came back to start drawing these. So I don't know if times have changed. Because that was last year at SDCC. So it's been a year now. Yeah. Because we're in July. It's been a year since he said that, and he's current. This is his first like arc that he's back on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's been a long time. Um, and granted, we didn't have comics for three months or so, but yeah, man, like I don't. It's it pains me, like, because for the last <laughs> the last four years, I've been laughing at everybody else. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> your your writer sucks. I got Tom King, bitch. I got Tom King. And uh, so I've been like, I've been cool with all my writers, but now not liking Batman. I'm like in y'all's boat, and I'm like, this boat sucks, dude. So like, I always wanted like, and and I don't know if I ever pitched this to you, but you know, what like, because I always remember. From and I say always remember, but it just happened last year or the year before. But Detective One Thousand, Snyder mm. wrote this story about the secret oh, society of so detectives. Good. Yes, so good. That's what I want the detective comic to be. Mm-hmm. I want it yeah. to be Martian Manhunter, Detective Chimp, the uh, Hawkman and Hawk Girl, and Batman, like going on, and it could be a connective story of all six of them. Or just, like, randomly, like, a three-issue story of Martian Manhunter, a three-issue story of, like, freaking Detective Chimp, and not yeah. just make it a Batman title. Like, mm-hmm. you could even put Flash in, like, one of the detective stories because he's a forensic scientist. Like, yeah. it needs it needs something new. It definitely mm-hmm. does because I don't think Detective has ever sold the numbers that a Batman book should. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the one series that I've dropped off of from buying. 
I the only reason the only reason I'm continuing to buy Tinian's run to 100 is because of Jimenez. Yeah. Only reason because I was literally gonna go to the comic shop and be like, hey, take me off of this. Um, but I was like, fuck, Jimenez's art's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It is. So I was like, let me let me keep buying them. Um, and then you know we'll see what happens at 100. I mean, if he if Tinian stays on, I might drop it after 100. Um, but if we get a new writer, then I'll give him the first few issues. But yeah, man, I I think we I, I definitely agree with you. I think that Snyder story is gold and it should be used. You could even do it like even if you don't want to include Detective Chimp and all them, because you can just say that they're out all trying to solve their own mysteries. That club of detectives was awesome. And if you just have Batman, like you can say it's in his free time or in between missions, he's constantly thinking about those cold cases. unsolved mysteries. Yeah. yeah. And that, and you could do anything. Like if you wanted to do a cold case that happened in space, or you wanted to do a cold case that happened in, you and know, the I, Middle I would East just or... love like the opening narrative, the open dialogue box or narrative box yeah. of like cold case 39. And like, yeah. he like starts to explain it and you're like, Oh man, like setting up the scene and everything. Oh, it would be so good. Yeah. yeah, you could you could be saying like uh Detective Chimp has been working on this for the last several months. He asked me to look at it. Yeah. Blah, 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 you know blah, what? Blah. It could be it could be the brand new Brave and the Bold with the detectives. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I don't understand why cuz like there ain't nothing detective happening right now. No. Like <laughs> and, that, and um, that is the one thing that I always hated about Detective. There was mm-hmm. ne- like, it was just another Batman book. It was never a detective story. Yeah. Like no one ever puts like into the fact of him like being a detective in there, and it just bothers me. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that they should announce. Like whenever this new rebirth thing happens, they should be like, we're really focusing more on like secondary titles. Detective will be more for those fans that love detective stories or mystery stories with Batman. That'll be the new focus. How would you do that with Superman? Is action comics just going to be more punch punching? Like if you were to separate them, like action comics, the way, the way a lot of people think about it is Superman is Superman and action comics is Clark Kent. Okay. And the really cool thing about what Dan Jurgens and uh, Tomasi were doing, Dan Jurgens on action, Tomasi on Superman, was Jurgens was writing these stories about the family, but mm-hmm. more so with the, like, about the Kents. Not necessarily about the super family, but, but, but about the Kents. Mm-hmm. And then it got into the crazy, like, Superman stuff. Tomasi was always about the family, but with the Superman stuff. Okay. So it they played off of each other very well. Yeah. And so there's like a rule to Superman books. And I, and I think majority of like any superhero comic is that, hey, this is the Superman title. So Superman needs to be in costume for at least this many panels or whatever. Yeah. And... Bendis has been doing like the bare minimum for each one, whether it be action or Superman. Mm-hmm. It's just like, God, like I hate this book so much, and it's my favorite character. Like that's the yeah. one thing that I hate. I dropped off at that book so long ago, man. I think I dropped off before he got a. Didn't he get like a fro or something? Yeah, he, because he was going under detective. Yeah, yeah, he, he was so going weird. under undercover, 
And then you came back for my show, and you're like, "Hey, this is like immediately the same after. Thing. This is immediately after what I read." I was like, "Nope, six issues have <laughs> passed, and yeah. nothing has happened." Yeah. It was fucking terrible. And the worst thing about yeah. that is that Bendis does it monthly, so six months had passed, not just six issues, six months, and nothing happened. Yeah. That's pretty terrible. 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 Um, all right, let's move on to Dead Planet. Um, this was interesting um i will say that this does not give me the same feels or vibes as deceased Mm -hmm. um but i enjoyed it but i totally we like we called it immediately yeah yeah we we totally called it um i mean i like the design i will give you a small spoiler for um uh, apocalypse war this opening scene with uh with uh, constantine. constantine is almost right out of apocalypse war oh like there's a oh, scene wow. where he's in a bar like basically by himself uh nice. so i immediately thought of that uh, but you know we get to see uh cyborgs you know he he is he is clearly alive but it's just yeah. his head and you know years have passed it says five years later and it's really weird because five years would make john and damien like early late or late teens like late teens yeah late teens not even adults yet and we see them and they almost look like adults they 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 do look a little bit younger like nightwing-esque you know type age uh but they are very much a justice league with uh cassie being wonder woman with uh of course we see black canary being uh the green canary Mm -hmm. and of course john being superman and damien being batman he fills that batman suit like very well it looks really awesome on him yeah i don't know how i feel about the chin strap I don't know why he always gives him the chin straps in his movies or in his books, Tom Taylor. Yeah. But um, I'm not a fan of the Batman chin straps. Yeah, it, like, it, it uh, does look a little weird here. It's very prominent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Suit looks cool, though. He, he, you know, they are fighting this, like, alien ship or whatever. And it's all basically like, hey, we didn't really know that you guys were, you know. It, it, it's basically a. a What's the term I'm looking for? Uh, uh, lack of communication. Negotiation, negotiation yeah. type things. And the president of the Earth would like to talk to these to these aliens. And that's Lois Lane is the yeah. president of the Earth. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, but there is some sort of uh, signal and distress call coming from the original Earth. They pick it up. Of course, we know that to be cyborg. And they are like, okay, let's go see what it is. It could be, you know, people that really need us. And this is where, you know, we were like, ah, something's going to happen. Because yeah. there's this conversation between Canary and Green Arrow. Um, these two are very much Tom Taylor's go-to whenever it comes to the feels moments, the dramatic yeah. moments, the like, oh shit moments. These two characters are very much those characters. And they have this conversation of like, you know, all, Oliver is kind of like 
you know, he's very much five years older at this point. He's like, hey, you know, I can keep up with you guys. You know, I fucking killed Aquaman on Cthulhu during the rain with raging winds. Like, I am that motherfucker, basically. And she's like, I know, I know. You know, kind of just giving him the satisfaction. And these last words that they speak, uh, you know, he's, uh, he says, uh, what does he say? Uh, pretty bird. I like it here. Promise we'll come back. Yeah. And she says, I promise I'll bring you back. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, he's dead. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> he's died. I was like, Ooh. yeah. So they go back into their solar system and mm-hmm. we see that the zombified Superman is still eating the sun of our solar system. Yeah, that was very interesting to me. Uh, the only reason on small tangent, I did tell you, but uh, there is an old story and I would need to find it on the DC Universe app if they have it. There's this old story where Superman basically uh, and I think it may actually play a part in the all star Superman as well. Mm-hmm. But Superman basically goes to live in the sun for like a thousand years and comes out like this gold Superman. And yeah. he's basically God. Um, mm. And I'm like, ooh, is Tom Taylor going to be playing that card? And like, still at the end, regardless of what happens, Superman will be there to save the day type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something comes incoming. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, snap. You know, people are, the Green Lanterns are pu- putting up the shields. Breaks the shield immediately, and it's crypto. Because, yeah. you know, freaking deceased freaking what was the uh the unkillables had ace now we have crypto like Mm -hmm. i just feel like tom taylor will always be that guy to be like i'll bring a dog doesn't mean he'll live doesn't mean i'll kill him (laughs) but it's just like god like why do you do this to me tom like why yeah but uh they get onto earth they find cyborg uh of course you know I guess what we've already talked about, how the anti-life kind of knows when there's life around. And so they're very much attracted to them. And lo and behold, who dies? Who dies? We called it. Green Arrow immediately gets ripped apart in the chest, on the face. And he says, Dinah, I'm sorry. Uh, this is where immediately she goes all out and they, they don't necessarily kill her, uh, cause Canary is about to stab her with the kryptonite sword that they Mm -hmm. had forged in the, uh, deceased book, like near the end. And during this time, the head of cyborg is attempting to say something and he quite, he can't quite say anything without the lasso of truth for some reason. Mm-hmm. And but John is able to interpret it in some sort of fashion. He jumps in front of the sword, which is a kryptonite sword. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it, Tom Taylor, don't do this to my boy. Don't do this <laughs> to my boy. Please don't. He stat like Diana stabs stabs Diana, stabs mm-hmm. John at the same time. And he looks up and says, Dinah, there's a cure. Because that's what 
Cyborg was attempting to say. Because yeah. remember, the very end, Cyborg was having that conversation with the you know deceased Wonder Woman with the Lasso of Truth. Mm-hmm. And the anti-life equation basically told Cyborg, you are the cure. Because yeah. you're the one that started it all. You're the cure. And then that's when they ripped off his head. Yeah. So we know that yeah. to be true. We know that is something that Tom Taylor set up, regardless of you know what happens next. But like, is he actually going to be able to make that cure, or is the head not going to survive all the way to the other planet? You know. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, they pick up his body too, don't they? Um. Yeah, they get his body. Do they? Uh. Yes, John has it. Uh. In one of the previous issues, or um. When he's saying when the plane's there, right before it blows up, uh, the page right before he blows up, he has a body that he's holding, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's Cyborg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's so, he's carrying the the body. I thought Cheetah killed Wonder Woman. Didn't like she sacrificed herself to fight Wonder Woman, didn't she? I thought she killed her. I thought they both died. Unless I'm remembering that wrong. But I thought Cheetah killed her. I don't think so. No? Because I remember Deathstroke being torn in half from Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman going immediately through him. And then Cheetah staying behind to fight her. But I don't think you ever see what comes of her. We just assume that she's dead. Yeah. So... I'm very... This Wonder Woman moves very fast. So I wonder if he's... Does she fly? Or does she have fast speed? Because Wonder Woman's always had, like... You know, she's had power. She's, like, what? Almost rivals Superman, they say, slightly below or whatever. Yeah. Um, Um, And there's many reiterations where she can and cannot fly. Uh, In the most recent... You know, in main continuity right now, she can fly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... I believe in the movie she can't fly, but new like new photos have come out, mm-hmm. and there's a photo that is very much like just like a like very much computerized background with colors, but yeah. she's in a stance that looks like she might be flying yeah. without the golden suit. She, so I'm like, ooh, yeah, I think she can just jump really high. Um, but there's also that footage from the trailer that she can swing on lightning. So maybe that's the way she gets around. So that'll be very interesting, which I don't know if we'll ever see that movie in our lifetime anymore, (laughs) but you know, we'll stupid Corona. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't think John's dead. I know you were like, Oh my God. I think he's just stabbed in the shoulder because it's very high up. Yeah. Like collarbone area. So I don't think he's dead, but he, he's definitely fucked up. And there's a lot of, um, yeah, I don't like his suit. I think his suit's kind of garbage, in my opinion. I I liked it when Finch drew it for the cover, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I like it for this person drawing. Yeah, so I'm not a big fan of this. And so if there's a cure, how many of their friends did they kill already? A lot. Right? Uh, Barry got smashed into smithereens, right? Because he ran into Superman. Yeah. Um, Batman got shotgunned? They're all still, they're buried. Because Red Hood buried yeah. them. So they're, But they died, though. But they're, they're dead, yes. Yeah. 
um, Lazarus Pit. Did they play with that? No. I wonder if the Lazarus Pit could have saved them. No. Race is just chilling there, like fucking in the Lazarus Pit with Talia or some shit. Like, we're good. Like, you know? What what if they throw him in the, like, what if they throw everybody who's dead in the Lazarus Pit and then shoot him with the cure? Yeah. Get rid of the crazy. Hmm. Um, yeah, I've never, like, I've always wanted to fuck around with the idea of somebody creating a cure for the Lazarus Pit craziness. Like, you know, like somebody like Tim Drake or somebody. Yeah. That's, like, super smart, because then, then it's just like, oh. But then again, Snyder created Dynesium. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's basically it, the Lazarus Pit without the crazy. So, you know, I guess you would just find more Dynesium. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, Dead Planet was cool. It was a nice read. Like I said, uh, I am calling that Constantine is going to sacrifice himself, because that whole opening bar scene was talking about how he's super selfish and that, you know, he's the last one standing because he's willing to sacrifice anybody and he won't yeah. sacrifice himself. Yeah. So Um very I much a setup to be like, hey, I'm hope's I'm I'm Earth's last hope and yeah. he's gonna sacrifice himself. I could I could I see would it. love for it to be Earth's last hope and he like sacrifices like Damien or John or somebody <laughs> and he's like, I'm never gonna change my ways, bitches. <laughs> like that would be fantastic like as much as i would hate it i'd be like damn that is some cold ass shit um but that's what i loved about the new 52 constantine like issue one he like sacrifices one of his friends like to do and you're just like what but i mean it's just how he is he's not batman he is he is very much the guy that like whenever it comes fight or flight he always Mm -hmm. flight and you know he he doesn't want to die, so he will do whatever he needs yeah. to not die. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't, I don't I haven't read a lot of Constantine. So for any listeners that have read Constantine, I'm talking out of my ass. But I remember on the show um, that he had on NBC was his soul is sold because of something that happened with a little girl. Yes. So if his motivation is to never die because he'll lose his soul, then I think that's a great character. Yeah, uh, and, trait and. In Injustice 2, well, Injustice, sorry, Injustice mm-hmm. Year 3 that I'm reading just now, um, he talks to Etrigan, and Etrigan owns a part of his soul. Mm-hmm. And he basically makes a deal with them, like, hey, I'm going to be your eternal plaything. Why don't I get a couple years off for good behavior if I do this? I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, okay, I, I see what John's doing. Because, like you said, he will do, like what I said, he will do whatever he can to not die, and yeah. if he can, you know, get his soul back little by little, he's gonna he's gonna do it. So yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. I would love to see or read a story where he does die and he has to deal with all his demons that he's made, like like a Dante's fucking... Inferno, but with fucking Constantine. Yeah, like him having to go through all of that torment of like. How many times did I sell my soul? Like, fuck. fuck, you know, <laughs> and him just having to do other things in other realms or whatever. Like, that would be interesting. But I've always found that like a compelling characteristic of Constantine. Like, wow, he's a, he's willing to do anything to survive. Yeah. Um, just like Batman's willing to do anything to try to save people. So I love that they are very, you know, it is the Dark Justice League. 
And um, we've seen, and I like how the, you know, or I said Justice League Dark is what I should say. Uh, I like how they're pretty flawed. I mean, I thought Zatanna was always a really great character. And then I read that shit she did in JLA and in, um, you know, Identity Crisis. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, you're a gangster. So it's very interesting to see what they do. And we know Swamp Thing kills people. So, like, he has no problem with that. If you're fucking with the Earth, he's going to kill you. So, like, I love that the Justice League Dark is, you know, the worst versions of the Trinity. You know, they're the not-so-pure versions. And I like that. Um, And I just wish they would all team up. Like, I still, we talked about it before. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Comics were good this week. I mean, well, they're okay. That's what I should say. Um, uh, But I did enjoy this one. And but I, I told this to Clay at work. I'm enjoying the digital first more than I'm than a lot of the stuff we're getting during the week. And um, yeah, I don't know, cheaper too. So and yeah. we're not, uh, by the way, we're not sponsored by this. We're just they're good. Yeah, no. <laughs> what I've been doing is I start my my pickup list on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So of usually because Tuesday is the Batman that comes out on yeah. Tuesdays, and then. Like, every day, I just check it, and I'm just like, I'll take that, I'll take that. And then the next Tuesday, I'll buy them, and then boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And it's so nice to have consistent Batman stories. I don't have to wait a week and a half or, you know, whatever to get another Batman story. And especially now that Detective and Batman are probably on the same week. So I'm just like, all right, no, I get nothing next week. Yep. So um, the Digital First coming out every, every week is awesome. And like I said, they've been good because they're not just focusing on Batman, which is really nice. Yeah. Those Red Hood stories were solid. Um, I haven't read this Robin one yet, but I, I like what they've been doing. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to keep reading more. The animated series ones are really good. Uh, we saw some sneak peeks of Azrael, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I did window. read that one already. Uh, oh, they come out already? I haven't read it it's, it's just the first part of it. Um, oh, okay. It's it's interesting. They definitely change how uh, Azrael and Batman get acquainted. Oh, okay. But uh, and and you know it's a new reiteration of the whole story anyway. So yeah, it's the animated version exactly. You know, so that'll be pretty interesting. We'll more than likely be covering that next week because we we'll probably have metal to talk about next week. And that's basically uh, we'll probably. It. Yeah, I don't. Are we? We haven't got uh criminal insanity in a really long time though yeah that's true so well it's every other we'll month get one of those so i think is it there's nine issues yeah it, it was supposed to be every other month when it first started so but we also took three months off that is true so, that is true um yeah i don't know so we'll, we'll you know we'll keep you grant we'll keep you updated with what we're going to cover next week i'm pretty sure it'll be digital first plus metal and uh hopefully we'll have some more entertainment news for you maybe i don't think we're gonna get any video game stuff until fandom so yeah um we probably won't get a lot of stuff till fandom to be honest unless it leaks uh i think a lot of this we're just waiting for august and then we'll have a whole jam-packed show to talk about because i'm pretty sure there'll be 20 new batman titles and gosh i hope i hope we can get that day off and just like talk about it yeah we'll see uh i'm actually about to see if i can take the next uh next week off to be honest like the whole week i was yeah well four days for pl but it's gonna be between my weekends yeah so um i was gonna do it the week of comic-con obviously but uh apparently uh one of our employees is 
going to Florida, and it has to automatically quarantine for two weeks after that. So, yeah, that's the thing now at work. Um, so I was like, well, I guess I can't take off that week anymore because this person's going to be gone. And so I just I told our boss, I was just like, uh, if I can work out next week. Is the rule is the rule that like, is it if it's out of state, they have to quarantine? I guess. OK, um, because me and my wife are wanting to visit family in Dallas and we know mm-hmm. that they are clean because they've only been in their house. And we're only going to mm-hmm. stay at their house for, like, the three days that I'm off, so. I think it's out of state. Okay. Because our other employee that just had his scare um, this week, he's already back, so. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, cool. Um, it was just a miscommunication. Um, but, yeah, anyways, guys, y'all don't give a fuck about that. So, uh, Clay, what do you got on the docket for this week, man? Um, I am actually on time with all of my recordings. I actually am very proud of myself. Of course, uh, you can find me at the Fanboy Comics Podcast, uh, where I talk about DC, Marvel, and the Shonen Jump app every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you can also find me on the Comic Book Legion Podcast uh, with Mark. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. You can find me on Twitter at Fanboy Clay. Uh, that's where I am most of the time. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, this weekend, you guys can find me on twitch.tv slash juice from the box. We will be streaming a lot of games over there. Probably Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, most likely. Sunday for sure, but it'll be an early stream because we're covering the uh, Ubisoft stuff. We're going to see some Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is going to be very fire. I can't wait to play that game. And then, of course, uh, I've been pumping out, you know, I pump out stuff every week on the Juice Reacts channel. Uh, so definitely go check it out over there, Juice Reacts. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!